It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Previously on Ace Podcast Nation. Before you end the show, one last yeah, thing. That's what I do. You're a bad man. You're a bad man. I got the book, in, brother. In, in a week, a weekend or in a week where AEW cemented Hangman Page as their future and current one of their top stars. They cemented Darby Allen as a star. They cemented Orange Cassidy as a star. MJF as a star, current and future, the WWE single-handedly pissed all over Bray Wyatt's gimmick (laughs) again and pissed all over Ricochet again. (sighs) Let's get into it. I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. I'm joined by Mr. Andrew Thompson. As you know, we have podcasts on all sorts of stuff, different subjects. But uh, we're going to talk wrestling today. We're going to talk about WWE Super Showdown very, very briefly. And then we're going to just talk about AEW Revolution because that was actually good. Um, How are you, my friend? You okay? Yeah, I'm doing well, man. I made sure that I got up extra early for the sad guy so we can do the podcast. Got a busy yeah, day today, no, sir. We can do some no, doing some no interviews. No picture for Andrew today. No, 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 no picture for for, for Andrew today. But Still in his pajamas. <laughs> doing doing some uh some interviews today, so that's gonna be cool. And we about to do this 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 great podcast uh on the Ace Podcast Nation. That's doing some good numbers, sir. I'm I'm very proud of your success. Congratulations, big Thank big you, ups. man. It's good. It's big ups. It's really weird. It's like some like like i do shows on all different stuff some shows do really good on youtube 
and then some shows don't do good on YouTube. But the ones that don't do good on YouTube do really good on the audio downloads. There doesn't seem to be any reason either way. What's the ratings for so, our show? Um, we do really good for the for the audio downloads on right. the, on this one. Real good, real good. Which um, that's I'm happy with that. Like as long as one of the others doing good, I'm always happy. And um, like obviously sometimes we don't have video for our show as well. So, but I always chuck it up on YouTube as well. You know, just in case, just get those extra couple of views. Find some new some new uh, eyes Thanks. and ears of people. Yeah, gotta find these people. But uh, I think we're up to like six hundred, coming up to six hundred and fifty subscribers on YouTube. Oh, that's great, man! Congratulations. Getting there. This, uh, that's the no. hardest thing I think is getting people. To subscribe, like, man. I'm telling you, yeah. I'm trying to get a. I'm like twenty seven away from a hundred on YouTube on my YouTube channel. Like it, it, it went up pretty fast considering like I like consistently started uploading content like three months ago. So I, I yeah, think that's 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 a like good progression, but it's it's hard getting subs, man. So I mean, hopefully I can get yeah. that twenty seven, like before the end of March. It's hard to do because, like, like for instance, the the fo- this football show which I now do live on a Monday night does like every week. It does about a total of about three thousand views and listens oh, on like. Between YouTube, Facebook, and audio downloads, the one with uh, Andy Campbell, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they do like it does that every week, but you can't like all those a lot like on Facebook who've got like nine thousand followers, but they don't seem to. It's difficult to get people to subscribe to YouTube because I think maybe two years ago more people were using YouTube on a regular basis i feel like now people use other stuff more they use like facebook more because as soon as i put as soon as i started doing it live and we put it on facebook as well everything went up again um so i don't know it's weird i don't know i'm i'm nearly 40 so i maybe i'm not the best judge of what people are using anymore i'm getting old so i'm out of touch but you know a, a young whippersnapper like yourself you're the man, you're the man with the plan. You know what the young people are using these days. I am the youth. I am the youth. The youth. The youth. What WWE does not have is youth. <laughs> youth. Now they got plenty of youth, actually. <laughs> well, they just, and do you they, know what? Do you know what? They, yeah, they just they're all sat in catering. <laughs> do you know what? It wasn't even just uh, what they did to Ricochet and the Fiend. I just I was just about to say they put a fifty-year-old. Goldberg over the fiend, and then I thought, oh shit! They put a sixty-year-old Undertaker over AJ Styles as well in like yeah, no, you, fifteen wait, seconds. Yeah, yeah, just real quick, I think that was really stupid. Like I, I don't, you you know me, so I don't really complain about nothing. Now you know I just watch everything and just try to yeah, yeah. enjoy it for what it is. But that that was like you telling me there's not any way that you could have got to this this match than Undertaker squashing oh. this man. Like AJ didn't even have a, like a. Uh, a hard for match, and I thought it was stupid for AJ to win a battle royal anyway. I thought they would make our truth win it since his documentary was going to air right after the show. That'd have been a good way to promote our truth. Like, <laughs> well, for instance, they could have had the Undertaker cost AJ, AJ the match exactly. because uh, AJ mentioned him the other day in a promo. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. Undertaker didn't like it. He cost him the match. Or you could have just had uh, AJ when he faces Alistair Black on Raw. Uh, as Alistair Black's about to win the match, you have the club jump in so he doesn't lose the match, beat down Alistair Black. And then the following week, they do the same again, and you have the Undertaker make the save. You could, you know, there's so many different ways they could have gone. You, you, you which, might know what I think they're going to do. They could have just had the Undertaker attack him and not have a match. But, like, he squashed AJ Styles in, what, a minute? So why do I want to see that match now? You want, you want to know what I think they're going to do? I don't even think – I don't even think it's going to be Undertaker versus AJ Styles. I think they're going to do a tag match, a handicap tag match at WrestleMania. And I would honestly That's prefer that. Because like I, I don't like I, I don't think people I, I think people are going to expect too much out of AJ Styles and that's not fair. Like for him yeah, to I don't bring, think even he can carry the. Undertaker. I, I, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna happen. Like I don't think he can bring that match out of under. Like I think like that, that that's good that people think of AJ Styles like that. But come yeah. on, bro. Like that that no you, had, you, like ask, you asking a lot, especially right now, like at Undertaker stage, man. Like. You you asking way too much. Like I think the tag match is a good idea. Have Undertaker and, and Alistair Black do that. Alistair Black carry the load. AJ and the OC. I'm pretty sure they can do a good one. And then you bring in Undertaker for the good stuff. Like I did with uh, tag. Yep, yeah, you do it. How you did it at uh, what was that? Extreme Rules 2019 when he teamed with Roman. Like that was perfect. Yeah. Roman carry had the load, and then when it was time for like the last ten minutes, that last ten minute, fifteen minute stretch, bringing Undertaker. Crowd was hot. Match went good. Get out of it. That simple. But that was stupid to pin AJ. Like real stupid. Now because it just made AJ. Yeah, there was no need for it. They could have done. They like they could have had AJ win the trophy because the Undertaker, right? I'd understand, but the Undertaker did not give a shit about that trophy. He didn't mm-hmm. take it with mm-hmm. him. He didn't mm-hmm. even look at it. He didn't touch it. So you could have. You may as well have had the AJ Styles win it. He could have used it like the. The, the OC used the tag one as like a, a gimmick to say how good he is as a heel and just had the Undertaker attack him or have him win the trophy, cut a promo about how good he is, no one can beat me, blah, 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 blah. Undertaker attacks him or they cut or he comes out and has a face off to tease it. There was, I've got no interest in seeing that now. Um, Ricochet, they. I think they really dropped the ball with Ricochet and Brock Lesnar. Now, I wasn't angry because I thought Ricochet was going to win. Ricochet is never going to win because they're building Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. So I, I wasn't about that. It was about the fact that Brock Lesnar's proven that he can have really good matches with um, like small guys, with high-flying guys. He could have done some amazing stuff with Ricochet. Like some really, really cool stuff with Ricochet. Made Ricochet look like a million bucks and then beating him in five minutes. But they just did nothing. It was just bang, 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 gone. There you go. Ricochet's a jobber. That's him done. And it's like Brock Lesnar at some point in the next few years is going to be done. And they just keep killing guys. Like beat having people like Lesnar and Undertaker and Goldberg just beat them and just squash them. Three of them lost in under ten or under eight minutes. Three of them, probably a combined ten minutes between the three matches. They've built up the fiend for the best part of a year, 
where he's beaten everyone. No one can finish him. So whoever was going to beat him, it was going to be like a big rub, whether it was going to be Roman, whether it was going to be Cena, whether it was going to be whoever. But to give it to Goldberg in that way is just bullshit. No one wanted that. And I get the reasons why, the reasons why being that they didn't want Roman Reigns to get booed when he beat the Fiend at Mania. But here's an idea. Roman Reigns didn't have to beat the Fiend at Mania. You could have actually let Bray Wyatt win a WrestleMania match. You could have done Cena versus Bray Wyatt for the he title. He is going to win. I think well, he's going to win. I think he's going to beat Cena. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't, mate. But I, I, to be I, honest. I, I genuinely don't see John Cena coming back and be like, oh, yeah, put me over Bray Wyatt. I, I really think the only reason he probably came back and did this is because he wants to have Bray Wyatt like see but see I, I don't well, think he Cena killed had... he killed Bray Wyatt in the first place. I mean but he was still active. The original gimmick. I mean yeah he 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 kind of he, he kind of took some heat off Bray Wyatt but he was still a consistent member on the roster. He wasn't like a part timer. He was there. No. He was there. You know what I'm saying? So like but this time I, I don't I don't like just from how he talks in his interviews and just how he speaks about the current product and knowing how much pull he has I really don't see John Cena beating him. I think he's going to go there and he's going to lose. And he wants to put over Bray Wyatt. And I think they're going to yeah, tell him. I hope so. Like, over these next couple of weeks, they're going to tell one of the best stories. Considering that. They could it, tell I, an amazing story. Like, it, it's it's already, the writing is already on the wall. Like, they, 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 they have the history. They have the background. Like, even, like, with the AJ Undertaker thing. Like, and I don't even think WWE remember this, but they, they could easily turn back and be like uh that that time during the uh 2016 survivor series when undertaker confronted aj and was like if, t- if, if team smackdown loses then the, the leader of the leader of uh the leader of the group is going to have to answer to me and you can always rewind back to that i mean even yep, though i think it, yep. I mean, even though i think it was four years too late but they should they should have so, did that at royal rumble 2017 that should have been a main event instead of AJ versus Cena, but I digress. Yeah, so even though we understand the reasons why The Fiend lost to Goldberg to a shitty jackhammer, which wasn't even a jackhammer, it was more like a suplex, when you look over at what AEW have done over the last couple of months, but particularly what they did on Saturday and how they built uh, several new stars, it wasn't about building the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega or Jericho or even John Moxley. It was about they built Orange Cassidy's now a superstar. MJF got a massive win and he's now a superstar. You've got Hangman is like just awesome. Darby Allen. And then you look at what they're doing and then you look at what WWE is doing and it's just so frustrating because WWE is legitimately on their roster of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. I've got some of the best workers in the world, some of the best young workers in the world as well, or young enough that they could build a company around them for 10 years. Bray Wyatt's one of those guys because he's so creative and he's so clever, and they have just dropped the ball massively with the Fiend. It's yeah, that, that, disappointing. I, I, I think that's going to be um uh, uh a big thing. For, for WWE in the future, it's gonna be rough, man. Because they like when you when you're not building for the future, it's gonna it's gonna be rough when you gonna need those guys and nobody give a damn. Like even yep. with 
Ron Showman. Like I said this when I tweeted this out, I was like, like you you keep keep beating this dude that you he lost five championship matches to Brock Lesnar like within the span of like a year. So yeah, like, no nobody nobody. Well, that's, why nobody at- that's why nobody cares anymore about. Braun Strowman, like look at the heat he gets now, yeah. and look at the heat he was getting versus Roman. No, like exactly. Sky, there's a massive difference. It's um, like for for the, right, for the for the for the casual viewer, which people, which Vince McMahon is so desperate to attract. Why would any of them give a shit about the fiends now? They wouldn't. Because well, Goldberg Goldberg beat him in three minutes. What? What? So really, like, why would they care? I'm sure John Cena will do a great, great job of making people care, but they shouldn't be in that position. They sh- they booked themselves into a corner. I get why they did it, but it was just stupid. It was it was stupid because he was the one gimmick which they protect him and him and Drew Gow- uh, Drew McIntyre. Are the only two people that have been co- and Alistair Black have been constantly protected on Raw and SmackDown, where they've net they just haven't lost for however many months. They just haven't lost, or they haven't lost at all in some cases. Um, and then I just think, well, what they'll do now is they'll have AJ Styles beat Alistair Black to to build him up for the Undertaker, so that'll be Alistair Black's uh, protection and momentum gone. And then Brock Lesnar will beat Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, and then well, there we go. No one's left. Everyone just the way you really think Brock Lesnar will be like. Come on now, bro. No, but the, I I don't. I oh well. He he is not going to be Drew. I he is he, not going to be him. I I think it would be ridiculous if if any of those things happen, which I just said. But I wouldn't be massively like, oh my god. If they did, because I I expect it from them. They just constantly... They, and this is the problem when you've got a 70-year-old man who's in charge of creative of your product because he's not in touch with what I want, and I'm 40, let alone what a 20-year-old wants, 25-year-old wants. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. Like, it's getting worse. But but, um, let, let, but just for the sake of argument, like why 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 are y'all so surprised by how they do I, I other people? Surprised. No no no. But I, 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 mean, I mean I mean like I, I see the majority of people are like surprised that like by the you surprised by the Undertaker stuff and all that. But like weren't but, but, but like they they weren't surprised I guess by the Undertaker stuff. But like we're super surprised by like Goldberg. I'm like that 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 was like the most obvious thing to me. Like going into that show. Even like weeks out when they first announced it, I was like, "That's what they're gonna do to switch. Like that is gonna happen." Yeah. Like I, I was expecting. Think... It, it was just like, did you expecting that to happen? But I, but I, I mean, mean, like at yeah. the at the same time, like it like I still think it was stupid to 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 get rid of like all the Bray Wyatt's like momentum like that. But at the same time, like what. But when like when I watched SmackDown, like I was like, oh man, it's about to be so bad. Like they people, they not even gonna react to Bray Wyatt. It's gonna be horrible whenever he comes out. But then when they did the segment with Cena, people was going crazy. Like that was the loudest pop of the night. And like even though even though it's not, what do you think pe- that was like people showing their support for Bray Wyatt as well? I know it was like Cena as well. But do you think 
that people were so annoyed with the Goldberg thing because Goldberg got booed out of the building, really. Um, so that's not just the hardcore, or this it wasn't like a mixed reaction. He got booed, yeah, which yeah, makes booed. me think that maybe did people cheer more for Bray Wyatt to show that they, you know, they kind of support him? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it just more so had to do people, with people just being excited for the matchup. Like, yeah, people, people like were, the fiend as well. There's people, the other thing. People were excited to see. I think it was just a combination of yeah john cena coming back and then people just being excited to see the fiend versus cena because they know the history between the two and i think it's gonna be a good story but like i, I that's what like when when they when i first saw the the light shut up i was like i wonder how people gonna react because i was like he literally just lost but people like they you said how they reacted that was the biggest part of the night so obviously people don't give a shit i mean they they give a shit but like i mean the way they reacted it was like it was good one of the funniest tweets I saw about it all was that someone said they should uh, they should open SmackDown with a Firefly Funhouse where Bray Wyatt's asleep in bed and uh, they do like the like they show the highlight the finish of the the Goldberg match and then he wakes up in bed and goes oh thank God it was all just a dream and then just like completely just made Saudi Arabia not canon and just ignored it. That would have been mm-hmm. the greatest thing ever, just for my own personal fandom. Um, but look, it's, I, I was I was more surprised with what they did with the Undertaker and AJ Styles than I was surprised with what yeah, they was, did with Bray Wyatt and still. Ricochet. Like Ricochet, I was frustrated because they didn't need it. Didn't need to be like twenty five mm-hmm. minutes long. WWE it doing this. They doing us dirty on Black History Month. I don't appreciate it. The disrespect. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> well, we 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 took hella ills on Black History Month. I don't know what what the hell was going on. They 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 gave Whoa. us all type of video packages and highlight packages. We couldn't win a goddamn match. I'm like Jesus Christ, like y'all. What the hell is going it's, on? It's strange, like because I think I read. Didn't I read somewhere that they literally there was like something like nine and one or something like that for like people of color throughout the whole of black history month. And I was just like, so weird when they focus so heavily on the like promotional aspect of it, with the video packages or the, the social media posts. And then they just do a more dirty. Like they just, and I tell you what, the only one thing I will say about um, SmackDown just briefly before we go into AEW is, um, the way they've booked Naomi since she came back is weird. Like, I think they're going towards Naomi and Bailey at Mania. I, think. I don't know what the hell they're doing. With this, but like, this they keep having to lose. So it's like, and then like she's losing clean. So she's not like when like she had the match with Carmella, she lost clean for a number, like for a title shot, and then it's just it makes no sense. So I don't know whether they were waiting to see if Sasha can go, and then they want to do Bailey versus Sasha. I'd rather I'd rather have seen Naomi beat Bailey in Saudi Arabia, and I'd quite like to see a triple threat TLC match between Sasha and Bailey, the Kabuki Warriors, and Beth Phoenix and 
Natalia. I quite like that, but that's just me. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know what they um what they doing with Naomi is. I don't know. Like it, it's weird. Like I, I I think that just also has to do with I I don't know who's in the creative room, so I'm not going to assume on that. But I'm going to assume anyway that there's not many African Americans in the creative room. So I feel like you like you you like it, it's difficult. Like you can't have some white dude trying to you know what I'm saying? Because like you just don't get it. Like you, it's hard no. for you to relate and portray this character. That I don't even think it's a character. I think Naomi just being herself. But like it's hard. It's going to be hard for you to be like you this 30 some year old white man trying to write a story for a young African-American woman. You, 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 there's no, like, I don't care how open-minded you are. You just don't understand, man. Like it's, it's different. Like even if for a black male, I think it would be more suited for a fellow African-American woman to be well, like of, of assistance to Naomi in that situation. But like, that, I don't I think, think that, there's I, many I women in the creative team either. Yeah, that too. Um, I, I just think it's like an overall just lack of diversity problem when it comes to booking black characters. They just don't like you. Just you just can't understand or relate in in some ways. Like you, you can understand on a human level, but like I don't think it's. I think it's hard for them to like piece that together. Just as well, you know, you got a bunch of white dudes in a room. Go back you know, to why. Go back. Just go back to something which I said a minute ago about Vince McMahon being seventy, so he can't <laughs> relate. He can't <laughs> relate to people my age. Yeah. Um. It's this. It's it's a similar thing in that if if, if a seventy year old man can't relate to like a mid thirties thirty year old uh, white character, he certainly can struggle <laughs> to relate to a mid thirties. Yeah black female or black male yeah, yeah. and the problem that's, that's is in, in that point. creative room they have little to no female influence for those female characters and that comes across a lot in during the promos and the way the stories are written because they're the, written from a male point of view yeah the the, la- the last time i heard of a, like a woman in a were created i think it was uh dana warrior sarah 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 del ray i think she's in nxt yeah but uh i think on the like on raw smackdown last name i heard was dana warrior but i don't know if she's still in that position but i mean obviously i don't she's not uh she's never been a worker is she like to to understand that aspect of it yeah 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 but but they gotta sort this shit out mate because AEW is on fire NXT is cooled off a bit the last two weeks. Hasn't been as good. They need uh, other than like Raw has been very very good. Smackdown has been Smackdown has been dog shit for at least three months. I I, I gotta watch this past Wednesday's uh, episode of NXT. I ain't get into it. The last I saw, two I saw, I I saw the uh, not good. I, I saw the. The, the the tweet they put out about Bianca Belair losing Queen was not happy about that at all. Well, she's got Braun Strowman syndrome now. Is that if you keep beating her, what's the point? That's that's my comparison. That's my comparison, man. That is your comparison, and I stole it. <laughs> I have no that's, shame. That respect. I stole it. it. <laughs> um, just make, right, just make, just make sure. Just make sure you credit me. Nah, I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go all ringside news and just steal everyone, <laughs> steal everyone's ideas and and work. So before we um, uh, 
before cool. we get to um, the positive stuff. Uh, AEW Revolution. Let's go ahead and uh, make these match predictions, sir, for for Elimination Chamber, which is on Sunday, this Jeez. Sunday coming up. So we got uh, the uh, Elimination Chamber match when it gets a shot at the Raw Women's Championship. We got Natalia. Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler, Oscar, Ruby Ride, and Sarah Logan. I think it is very obvious that we're going to get Shayna versus Becky. I think they're going to swerve uh, this, this, though, this particular aspect of the story. Mm. I think they will have Natalia win. Whoa. Uh, or uh, who else is there in there in a baby face? Uh, Liv Morgan, I guess. Liv Morgan. I mean, maybe. I Oscar. Nah, she's a baby face, but she's not a baby face. And she, I think Natalia will win. And then I think uh, Shayna Baszler will injure her on the Raw after uh, to the point where Natalia wants a match. And Shayna Baszler will say, I'll only fight you if you put your number one contender match up for grabs. Um, and then she'll be she'll beat her for it. And then after uh after Shayna's beaten her to become the number one contender, uh she'll keep the Karafuda clutch on her um and kind of leave her in a in a pile on the floor and then Oscar and Kyrie Zane will come out and pick the bones and then Beth Phoenix will make the save to set up the tag match. That's my booking for that particular scenario. Yeah, I think I think they probably just gonna go to less is more. Don't make it difficult. Just like even though like I think it's kind of stupid that you difficult. like that you like main like already placing Shayna in that position, and then you want to go and do an elimination chamber. Like, bro, just just do the match. Like you you could have saved this. Like, yeah, they could have. You, 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 why you did want, they do a female tag tag team elimination chamber? Instead, you you and, you, you, and you want to know you you, you want to know something that would have been so easy like a easy way like and like think about this for even for like and they could do this with 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 the SmackDown side now now that they just got straight to Roman versus Goldberg which I appreciate I'm I'm glad they didn't do the whole you got to fight through the elimination chamber thing like, I I cannot stand like bro we like we know where y'all going just 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 announce yeah, it just and just it. get to it like I'm glad they did that. To just get it out the way, but now they can still do the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. You have go, have Roman B. Goldberg at WrestleMania, and you do the SmackDown Men's Chamber match, and you set up, you set that up as the person gets the shot after WrestleMania is your number one contender. So that way, you have some coming out of WrestleMania. You ain't that dead period until the Extreme Rules. Like simple. I read something weird. I can't remember where I read it. I might try and find it in a minute. Um, that they're going to go back to the Fiend versus Roman Reigns after Mania. Yeah, I mean, that, that's an obvious choice because he's going to beat John Cena. Yeah, but you don't want to do that because then you've got to have the Fiend lose again to Roman Reigns and you have the same problem whereby you risk Roman getting booed, especially if the Fiend is hot after beating John Cena. So to me, that makes no sense. I mean, if, if they if they beat him, then that's stupid. But I don't know what the hell they're going to do. I would, they they, I would they, they probably going to do that that stupid thing they did with Seth Rollins. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would save the Fiend versus Roman Reigns 
until they're ready to take the title off Roman Reigns. And I would save it. I would keep it in your back pocket because that is in the, like the John Cena story. There's so much that you can tell with the Fiend going back for Roman Reigns, the anyone but you stuff, the all the stuff they did with his daughter, the different aspects of that. They could go back to that and they could do some really good stuff. But what yeah. hurt Bray Wyatt when he was the original, like the cult leader, was that every time he had a master plan or every time he was come up with like this big idea to go after someone, he would end up losing the feud. And then he just would that would harm him. So if you're gonna if he's gonna beat John Cena, you've got to capitalize on that by having him go and beat someone, whether it's beat Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental title, I don't know. Whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be for a title, but keep him winning until maybe SummerSlam or till Royal Rumble next year, where when you're ready to have Roman drop the title have it be to the fiend who's been rebuilt throughout the year don't go back to it now in march and beat the fiend again so soon after one after he's lost to goldberg and two after he's lost uh, after he's beaten john cena but that's just me that's just my opinion bro you, you want to know what I, I i think uh i think a good like it would be different if the fiend were to be able to turn Roman heel. I think that'd be a cool, a cool element. Like, cause they, as everybody he's faced, they he's no. Everybody, I my notes about this. Go on, you yeah, finish. Everybody he's faced, like oh well, yeah, everybody he's faced, he turned him heel, like essentially. So I think it would be cool if he was able to, like slow, like slow burn, build that side of Roman Reigns, and like yeah. But I, I don't yeah. think it's gonna happen. I think Roman is the that that that's the that's their guy. And they want if, like he he does all the you know all the media stuff and all that all that jazz. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really think that's going to happen. But it, it would be cool if that that would, I would really like to see that. Like if they were able to switch that and make Roman a heel, and I, and then I think that would be some of his some of his best work, like as a heel yeah. working with top baby faces. If yeah, they build top baby faces the right way. Okay, here's an image for you. See if you like this WrestleMania. Somewhere in the middle of the card, the Fiend beats John Cena. Yeah. Mm. Last match, Goldberg or one of the last matches. Yeah, no, last match, Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns wins, finishing WrestleMania, the title above his head. John Cena's music hits. And he goes Hollywood Hogan and just destroys Roman Reigns with a chair or whatever. Okay. We should so, we, we shout so out the main, him the podcast. mainstream. Yeah, I do apologize. I realized after I said his name, the, the, um, he goes all NWO. The um, the the mainstream press picking up on a heel John Cena decimating and leaving Roman Reigns in a bloody mess on the floor, like doing something really heinous, like putting his neck in a chair, you know, something something like that um, would be the hottest thing in wrestling. John Cena as a heel or Roman Reigns as a heel would be the two hottest things that the WWE could do in at the moment in terms of worldwide, get people tuning in because people would tune in to see a heel John Cena or people would tune in to see a heel Roman Reigns because people have wanted it for so long. 
you'd have all the lapsed fans come back even if it's just for a few weeks to see what do you think about that or even if they didn't do it uh you know at, at the end of wrestlemania if they did it on like the the raw after mania or the smackdown after mania where john cena turns heel what do you think you uh, down for heel john cena for a yeah, short run it, you know it, just it, for like a three-month heel run straight after mania uh, for you, you you tripping if you think Cena gonna be around for three months? <laughs> that man is that, 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 that man busy. That man busy man. That's a Cena Cena working in Hollywood. He's doing a lot of stuff in movies, bro. Like he he busy as hell. I don't but wouldn't it be disappointing if he's the only one who doesn't turn heel who's faced? Yeah, yeah. But but I mean at the same time you can kind of understand because he's not. You know what I'm saying? Because Goldberg's heel now. So Goldberg's turned heel after facing the fiend. I don't really so, think he, I don't really think he's, I think people just can't stand him. Yeah, yeah, but he's a heel. He's the yeah. biggest heel of all. I, I see it, but I don't think WWE views him as a heel in the slightest. I just think that people cannot stand the fact that he beat the fiend. So it's like we, we don't boo him. They, they they don't they don't view Goldberg as a heel. They just see this yeah. as you know. Plus, the fiend didn't win, did he? So technically, he doesn't fit into the like all the people who turned heel. The fiend. No, 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 no. Uh, set, set, it worked with Seth Rollins. Remember when they yeah, did the that fiend finish? Beat, the fiend beat the seat, Seth Rollins, didn't he? No, not, not a hell in a cell. Hmm. That, that 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 was when that that thing started to happen when he started to you know. Oh, they had no contest in a hell in a cell. Yeah, that 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 yeah. was WWE booking at its finest. Um. Okay. So now, I've so, got I've I've got to get some positivity in my life now, mate, because. WWE has killed all my all my happiness. I say, hold on, um, uh, they got. Uh, oh yeah, Stone. do the just yeah do do the rest of the predictions. Sorry, my friend. Now you good. They got uh, the three on one handicap match uh, for the Intercontinental Title. They got Strowman versus Nakamura versus Zayn versus Cesaro. Uh, Stupid. Why uh, don't they just do it as a four way? That that would that would be smarter, but I think they just want. Eat. Well, I mean you. Well, yeah, you, you could easily do a four-way and get the title off Strowman, but it's going to be interesting. Like, I, I think they probably – you want to know what I really want to see? Like, if it was – if they do, like, a five-pack, like, it would be Shinsuke, Cesaro, Zayn, Daniel Bryan, and Drew Gulak for the Intercontinental title. You do, like, a five-pack of WrestleMania. I think that would be cool. That would be a good good wrestling match. And then they come down to, like, wrap it back up to, like, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak and get them, like, 10 minutes 15 minutes to do what they do and then do you think they might do a ladder match though of that ladder match with those if, five if they do if they do do a ladder match at wrestlemania i think it's gonna be humberto ray andrade and angel garza i think that's gonna be the ladder match and that match is going to slap if they yeah. do that they should be a stable at least the three of them maybe not ray yeah they should I hope so one day. I would love to see they they're doing a tag match tomorrow actually on Raw, aren't they? So yes, by the time this goes out on Tuesday, we will know. But um I think that does tonight, isn't it? Uh, I think that tonight Humberto might turn on Ray mm. to, to bring that stable together. Humberto doing the heel tag? Okay. okay. Yeah, not... have um, have the uh, and they... have Selena have the like a little stable. They changed this theme song, so he already healed to me. 
So I think I think right. The one that's what I was gonna say about that match. The one thing I don't like is handicap matches for singles titles because it's stupid. They do multi man matches, so it's still the same advantage if they do it as a four way. Like they're still gonna team up three on one. So why wouldn't you do it as a four way so it makes sense? Mm. Because it's not handy it's a handicap tag match, isn't it? Yeah, it's not an elimination match. So yeah, if so if if if, yeah. if if Sami Zayn, for instance, makes the pin for his team, who's the champion? Yeah, that's true. They, they and that's what it's, it's dumb. Like it's stupid. They either should have done it as an elimination tag, or even that's stupid. You've got to do it as like a four way. They're still going to team up, and they've still got the advantage and all that. I I I don't see them taking the title off Braun yet, unless unless they are going to do the intercontinental title match as a ladder match. Because I think Braun doesn't necessarily suit a ladder match. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Sami Zayn to pick up the victory and become IC champion. I think that's going to happen too. Uh, then lastly, that's all we got so far. We got uh, the oh, there wasn't a tag team elimination. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was about to bring up. Uh, they got the yeah. Miz and John Morrison defending against New Day. Uh, the Usos, Heavy Machinery. Lucha House Party, uh, and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. One prediction I do have for this match is that Dolph Ziggler is going to eliminate Otis. I, I, I put 100%, yeah, 100%. 100%. And then Otis is going to get his get back at WrestleMania. So I, I, th- I think that's going to be, that's, that's what's going to happen. But overall. Here's a, question. Here's a question for you. No revival. What's up with that? They probably on their way out. They're done. I mean, that's what they wanted. Yeah, I've heard they get. I heard they offered them ridiculous money. So yeah, they it's never about they, the money though. They 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 want out. So that, that's what I. That, I don't even think. I don't even think they necessarily wanted out. Like I'm sure that they don't mind being on their way out. I think no, they they, 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 they asked for their release. They yeah, yeah, out. yeah. No, but I know they asked for their release. But I mean, they asked for their release because they were doing nothing with the tag team division. Like they seem to indicate all along that if WWE booked the tag team division as upper to upper mid card main event type angles and they made the tag team titles matter and they made the tag teams seem like a special attraction that they should be that they'd be happy to stay but yeah they I, didn't. I, I, I think that's one of uh one of wwe's big problems right there they like they well if somebody don't want to be there let them go like let them go. Like it's literally that simple. Like I don't get why they, especially that. in that situation, because like it, it's like if they right, they're saying we will stay, but you've got to do this with the tag team division. If WWE hasn't got that vision for the tag team division, then what's it matter if they go? That that that, that that's what I'm saying. But like you either see it as like, an attraction or you don't. It, it, it's like it's so simple. Like if somebody if you're working with somebody and they don't want to keep working with you in, in 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 both directions why would you want to keep working with them it's like that like literally that simple like if somebody like oh you know i don't want to be here let them go let yeah. them go it's literally that simple sure. like i don't like they they i think they're they're fearful of people blowing up outside of the company because it it, well, it, 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 it it does make 
them look bad partially when when people go elsewhere and then they just become like mega stars like it they it, it, it is bad it, it is a bad look i'm not gonna lie that's a bad look but i mean like right. i never i never that's understood the policy of, of keeping keeping people locked in like somebody don't want to be be there bro let them go like yeah. just let them go. either do something with them or let them go that's my yeah. take on it if you don't want someone the thing i really hate is when they they add time to people's contracts for injuries or they they, they got hurt working for you if they get injured uh in a car crash drink driving or they get injured uh like doing surfing when they're on their off days okay mm-hmm. add to add time if they got injured <laughs> wrestling then piss off with your added time um yeah that's just me though i just think it's petty and childish and i do i do do wonder whether that will change if triple h takes over because he has released guys from nxt uh and he seems like he more focused on what they're doing rather than worrying about this that and the other but who knows um is that all the elimination chamber matches bro Mm mm-hmm they pay per view this Sunday, so they got they gonna have to piece this card together real quick. Do you think the Fiend gets a match? Nah, nah. Do you think he's someone? Nah, I think they or just gonna, leave him no, off. Gonna, unless uh, John Cena does like a promo or something. They, they gonna have Cena on SmackDown, and then they gonna probably continue continue their story. I don't think Bray Wyatt gonna be on Elimination Chamber. It would be pointless unless unless they gonna do something with John Cena, like him him in, interacting with anybody else. At this point, really doesn't yeah, make any stupid. sense. They'll do. This is what they're gonna do. They're gonna set it up on Friday. It's gonna be John Cena and Bull Buchanan B squared. He's versus, B, he said versus, B squared. <laughs> I remember B squared. This is uh, Bray Wyatt and. Bo Dallas. Oh my goodness! I squared. Oh my goodness! I remember. I remember him. And uh, what was what was Prince? What was Prince Albert's name when he was with Cena? Um, oh, I watched the ruthless aggression thing the other day. Prince Albert was. Oh, Prince Albert was John Cena. Yeah, only briefly. No, it wasn't A Train. Let me look. Oh no, because that's funny as hell. No, it wasn't Jan ja- ja- oh, was when he was in New Japan. Sweet Tea, was that him? Sweet Tea? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> and Sweet Tea. Oh, my goodness. That is hilarious. I'm talking about some B-squared. <laughs> oh, nah, that's funny. B-squared. You just took me back. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> that was funny. Okay. That was funny. That was a good comment. That that, that 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 was that was. You know who I miss? Is, I miss uh, I miss Carlito. I I felt like WWE really dropped the ball with. They offered him a deal. Come back. He ain't want to come back. Well, recently. Yeah, that is like last late late, late last not, year. They offered him a surprised. deal. He said no. I mean, because he doing he doing good work where he is. Like he uh doing working with uh um the WWC the um. World Wrestling, I think it's like uh, World Wrestling Council or something like that. Something in, uh, I think it's in Puerto Rico. Oh, the, the Puerto Rico. Yeah, the, one, world, yeah. the World Wrestling Council. Yeah, yeah, he doing some stuff over there. He's been working with them for a while. Like He he was working with them before he even got started in WWE and he just went back. So, I mean, 
Yeah, it's nice. Maybe if you're doing good elsewhere. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I mean, it's something like that. I think his his dad was like a major, a major guy right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, his dad does own the company, part owner, partial owner. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, what I really thought was gonna, I thought he was gonna come back at the Rumble. That's what I thought was gonna happen. I think that would have been a nice pop, but I, I think it would have been stupid considering what they were doing with, with Brock. Like it was, it was gonna be pointless. Like I feel like if you gonna yeah. bring Carlito back, you know, because I, I really think Carlito could be like a solid like intercontinental U.S. champion to this day. Sweet tea. Sweet, that, that's that's who yeah, it was. It, it was after his Tensai gimmick, um, and he went from Lord Tensai to Tensai to Sweet Tea. Can you imagine going from Tensai to Sweet Tea? That Tensai shit was stupid, though. Like, I, I, I didn't buy into that for a second. He wasn't. All. He wasn't with John John Cena, though. He was with Brodus. No, no, Clay. no. I know, but like, oh, wait, wait. He was Sweet Tea with Brodus Clay. Yeah, I thought he. I thought I'm sure I've seen a clip of uh, Prince Albert as like with John Cena. No, they 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 work together a lot, but like, no, but like as rap- like a rap in his rap gimmick. Hmm. Oh well, maybe I just imagined it, or maybe they did like a what you know when like. See look, uh, see look that 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 that, go, that Goldberg win <laughs> taking the toll just ruined me. My all the timelines are, are like. It's like a Mandela effect. Is <laughs> that fifty-year-old in twenty twenty? He's winning the title. It's like they're all the timelines are converging on the same. So I don't know who's 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 who anymore. Great, um, great, great conversation. Okay, man. it was good, it was good to talk about that. And let, good. let us get it's to the uh, the revolution, bro. The good stuff. Forty-five minutes. Yeah, I do too. So we'll be good. Just. It's pretty good time. I this like show it. was really good, um, really good top to bottom, man. Like they, so let's they talk briefly about. Really uh, it was, it, yeah, it was, it was awesome, mate. Awesome. Uh, pre-show was nothing; it's just one match. Um, the thing I really did like about was after the match, the Dark Order. Uh, so, so the Dark Order wins the match. Um, but I like that they kind of did it in a way where they were all trying to hit their finishers, but they didn't and they couldn't. Um, and uh, SCU told Christopher Daniels to stay behind because they, they're teasing like dissension or they don't trust him or they think he's going to join the Dark Order. Um, the Dark Order won the match. Then after the match, uh, they attacked uh, SCU and Cole Cabana runs in for the save because they're in Chicago and he's signed as well now. Um, he briefly kind of has a brawl, but then he gets overrun. Um, and then this music plays, and a, Boy, a hooded figure arrives. Uh, they had me. They had me. I, I thought Christopher Daniels was yeah, the exhaust, but I was like, too. oh, hell, here we go. And then, and then they did the swerve. Um, I, was but, looking, I thought of the Fallen Angel. I thought he was that, coming back exa- as the exactly. Fallen Angel. That's I what I it. That would have been cool, though, honestly. I wouldn't have minded that at all. I think that would have been cool. No, I would like that. I like the Fallen Angel gimmick as well, but but, um, I, but I think I think we all know who the um, uh, who the exalted one is, sir. He he who shall not be yeah, named. It's going to be moment. Archer. Do you think it's going to be Lance Archer? It's going to be Lance Archer. Yeah, bro. I think Lance it's going to be Raven. Be. I think that's a that's a that would that, be cool. that, that, that's my prediction. It's going to be the but... Fiend. 
<laughs> Bray Wyatt has for his great no, news. The, 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 the Fiend was exalted <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dead. Ooh, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, just, just know I'm gonna be teasing you about this for the remainder of the podcast. Elimination Chamber post pod, right, Wrestle, Re- WrestleMania post pod, Double or Nothing post pod. I will find a way to get in a fiend joke forever. Forever, we will I'm fight forever. Just, I might start doing previous previously on Ace Podcast Nation <laughs> videos. People seem to like that. You gonna start putting the intro every, every time I uh, say something about the fiend. Do the closing intro. Yeah. <laughs> I had a few comments, a couple of DMs about that video. They said, "Oh, that's really good. Did you make it?" I was like, "Who else fucking made it?" <laughs> no, that, that that was a good. Edit, I like that. That was good work, bro. I made that. I made that this morning. It took me like Damn. fifteen minutes. Is that? Thought you something different, no? Tech savvy, sir. Technological wizard. Oh yeah, I, I wanted to ask you real quick, but not, not not to get off too much on the tangent. But are you uh you going to think about going to take over Dublin, or are you like considering? Yeah, it? I think I, I I don't know. I'd like to, but is it is it far? Isn't it? Isn't that far? Is it? No, I could fly over there. It would take like a okay. maximum of an hour to fly there. Um, it's just because of my health. Like it's just the main okay, reason. Okay. I'd have to organize it and stuff. But uh, like if you Ooh. said. You were flying over for it, then I would go, like okay. meet up with you, sort of thing. But would, would it would it be easier for you to just go to like a takeover Cardiff? Like that would be more simpler for you. Oh yeah, I could just drive there in ten minutes. Okay, just, cool, 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 cool. Just take over Cardiff, but they better yeah. do another one. That's all I can they, say. You think they're gonna go Ballard Walter at takeover Dublin? I think that's the yeah, smartest. Yeah, move. yeah, got him. Yeah, you gotta go Ballard Walter. I feel bad for Jordan Devlin though, for. But, I would hey. do Ballard Walter, and I would do Jordan Devlin versus oh, who did I think of the other day? Which I thought would as a co-main event, I would do like a three, a triple, like a co-main event. Is Devlin the cruiserweight um, champion right now? Yeah. So I said I was trying to think who it was. it was. I thought of someone who would be really cool as like a cruiserweight championship match in, in the NAC co-main UK? event. Yeah, like, like uh, a name from NXT UK, or you mean like a name? No, from no, NXT? it was someone from NXT. Leo Rush. I can't remember. Or Cameron Grams or somebody like that. No, it's like a someone who's not on TV at the moment, but someone to come back. I can't remember. I, it might come to me in a minute. Okay. Um, and I'd also like to see them do. Um, is Kaylee Ray still the UK women's champ? Yep. Yep. She she just I'd she like, actually I'd she like actually to, just beat Tony Storm in an I Quit match. Like on the yeah, I'd like to see them do Kaylee Ray versus Tegan Knox. Oh, take over cool. Dublin as well. That'd be cool. I think that could be really good. Where's T- but, Tegan? She's from she's from Cardiff, right? Or she's from Wales. Uh, yeah, just outside. Yeah, okay. she's not far from Cardiff. Okay. okay. Um got that representation, man. Look at y'all. Look at y'all in WWE. <laughs> you're all over, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Cardiff, man. Um, good people out there. The best. The best people. <laughs> um yeah, so the hooded figure comes down the uh, down down the aisle, and um, everyone's popping. And like to me, I knew that it was going to be some type of swerve, only because it was on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Like if this had been like later on in the main show, then I maybe I would have fallen for it a bit more. Um, and also, he still had like a tracksuit on as well. Um, but it's <laughs> he, 
he reveals himself, the hooded figure, and it's Christopher Daniels. And just for a second, uh, everyone thinks, oh, he's the, he's the exalted one, but he's not. And he flies around the ring and he saves uh, Sky, Kazarian, and Cabana. I, I, I still think Chris Daniel kind of suspect in this situation, though, because, like, did you kind of feel like even yeah, though when he was in the yeah. ring celebrating, it was still, like, people were kind of, like, holding their breath a little bit. They was like, eh, I don't really trust Chris Daniels like that. Yeah. There was a couple yeah. of little instances like that, though, in throughout the show yeah, where man. it was like, mm, are they going to turn? Are they going to turn? I hope they turn the Young Bucks. I want to see that. What, heel Young Bucks? Yeah, I think that'll be a really good swerve, Matt, because like that, that, now that you bring that up, dude, the crowd they they were against. Matt yeah, they did not like them. And do you know what though? Just very quickly before, because we'll talk about it in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, if I was Adam Page, I'd be really pissed off, like because Kenny Omega, like they were going after Kenny Omega's shoulder. They 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 did all the moves on the. They did the. Meltzer driver on the stage mm. like the young bucks took it like really like aggressively and they tried to injure them both so if i'm adam page and i'm looking up and seeing kenny omega accepting their Matter apologies straight after the match mm. i'd be a bit pissed off as well i'd be like yeah. yo what the fuck <laughs> um, next up was dustin rhodes versus jake hager this is what it is. Um, it, went, it went. It went a little too long for me. It, it was. It wasn't even bad, honestly. I didn't even think it was a bad match. It just went too long. Like it should have been ten minutes. It went fourteen. Should have been like nine or eight or ten. Yeah, just yeah. like a nine ten minute match yeah, would have been went, fine. It went too um, long, man. Because Hager was always going to win. Um, I feel like they did a good job of separating his move set from like his WWE run. Which was the the one thing they don't want to get is get like any we the people chance, any Jake Jack Swagger chance, or anything like that. Even if yeah, it's the plan to him Jack get Swagger. him. Well, <laughs> Jr. He, he, I thought he would right. Fair play. I've been very crit- critical of Jr. Um, but I actually thought he was very good on uh, Revolution. Really? I thought he was quite funny as well. He was quite snarky. Um. And he had a couple of good lines. He's still not the greatest. And I think I'd still rather have Tony Schiavone, Taz, and Excalibur as mm. the three. But it was one of his better goals. Um, yeah, there was not a great deal to this match. But it was good. You know, was, they, they made Hager look like a monster. They gave Dustin Rhodes a couple of hope spots. But nothing to... Uh, What's the word? Yeah, nothing, it, it, nothing too monumental, you know. It was nothing crazy, no real crazy spots, no anything like that. They it wasn't gave... a bad match. I don't think it was a no, bad match. At all. I, don't, I don't think it was a bad match at all. I think it was it just went a little, a little it long, long. till Hager returned the, the Lucha Underground Championship. That damn thief! Tell him to give it back. Who's his? Uh, who's his wife? I have no clue. She anyone uh, famous? Oh, okay. I, I no wasn't sure if she was. I wasn't supposed to sure if I was supposed to know who she was um, because they featured her like before the match and stuff, but I didn't know who she was. So there we go. But yeah, it was good. Good. They built up the, you know, Jake Hager. The, I think they did a great job with by that being his first match as well. Like they, you, they made you wait for it. Um, 
because I feel like if they'd done that three months ago, he would have got the Jack Swagger and the, the We The People chants, that sort of thing. Do you see what I mean? But because mm-hmm. they made it wait for so long, it kind of like meant that they didn't get those that stuff. Yeah, actually, uh, Chris Jericho, he had said on it, um, I think he did an interview with Sports Illustrated, and he actually said that he wanted like this kind of slow burn, like he didn't want him, you know, out the yeah, gate yeah. talking. He, he had a solid match. It wasn't bad. I didn't think it was a bad match. I just think it went a little too long. Should have been quick nine minutes, eight minutes. And, uh, you know, it, I, I think it was uh, – honestly, I, I think the, the the AEW Women's World title should have opened the show because they, they they deserved a high crowd. Like, they they kind of, they got a real bad spot, but we don't get to that uh, later. Yeah, I think what they should have done uh, in terms of, like, the way the matches went as well is if they'd opened with – did the Dark Order on the pre-show opened then with the women's match got into dustin versus jk and then done it in the same order i think it would have maybe just flowed a little bit better because what they did do is they built up each match progressively through the show very well um so yeah the next match was sammy guevara versus darby allen man let me just say this real quick darby allen is over oh yeah he is over, man. Best suicide dives in the business. <laughs> That's because everybody, everybody does suicide dives, but he just gets like an extra bit of. I, I, I just think it's different because he he doesn't go hands first. He throws his entire body into the person, so it looks cooler. Yeah, and he gets more force. He does get his feet caught in the ropes a lot when he's doing them, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just hope that he doesn't do it one of these days and. Like really hurt himself. Matter of fact, I'm gonna challenge you real quick. You wanna know? <clears throat> you wanna know who has a better suicide dive than Darby Allen? Go on, Ray, Ray Phoenix, because Ray Phoenix does the flip through the middle rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite impressive. I'll give you. I'll give you that. I don't. That's know not that. technically. That's not technically a suicide dive, though, is it? Is it? I mean, like, you know, he, he, he he's like, flip. but but he's like flips like mid in like mid air. Like he yeah, goes, he goes through the rope and then he flips. It's crazy. I don't know what the hell that is, but it's crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, before the match, I thought it was a good touch to have, um, like they brawl and then Guevara throws uh, Darby on a skateboard to him, and he brings out a table and he sets it up outside, and Sammy Guevara hits a fucking top rope six twenty, uh, six thirty sent on. Yeah, that was great. Through the table to the outside of the ring. Which I thought was flicking insane, um, and then and then the match officially begins. Um, it wasn't a particularly long match uh, once it got started, um, when it didn't need to be. Um, I also believe Guevara's got an injury. I think he's got an ankle injury, so maybe that played into like the way they did it with the. Although. If I had an ankle injury, I'm not sure I'd be doing a six twenty, a six thirty, to the outside through a table. But you know, that's just me. Um, it was pretty good though. It's exciting, like like you say, uh, Darby Allen is over. Sammy Guevara, I think, is doing a really underrated job as the the kind of pretty boy of the like the young, the young pretty boy of the. Uh, in a circle, I feel like he's doing a real good job of that. 
Yeah, honest, honestly, for real, for real, like, I think Sammy Guevara is a better heel than MJF, to be honest with you. I feel like Sammy Guevara is, like, a naturally, like, cocky prick. He, he, like, I, I think MJF is good, but he just tries a little too hard for me that I can't relate. Like, I feel like Sammy Guevara is, like, more of that natural, naturally unlikable heel. But, but maybe that's because he's surrounded by, you know, Jericho and Hager and Santana and Ortiz, and it fits well. He's got people to bounce off as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, like, and it's, I think it's easier easier to be natural if you've got people to bounce off because you can bounce your personality and your your one liners and your little jokes off people, like subtle things. Whereas if it's just MJF and Wardlow, like Wardlow doesn't speak, so it's difficult for him to bounce stuff off him. Um, but I know what you mean, and I I I, I don't know if I'd say he's a better heel, but I I certainly think. Sometimes he becomes, uh, he seems more natural as a heel mm. because he's like just comes across as like a bit cocky and a bit arrogant. Um, <laughs> whereas, yeah, you'd like you say, MJF sometimes can feel like he's trying a bit hard. Um, yeah, the match, uh, Darby Allen will eventually wins the match with a with the coffin drop. Um, I gotta say, as, as impressive as the move looks. I'm not a massive fan of the coffin drop. I've got to say, nah. maybe, maybe that's a bad, bad take. I don't no, know. no, it's not. I mean, you like what you like, and you like what you don't like. It just seems dumb. Like it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. But you, know, you, 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 you know, I, I would really like to see somebody do like a backstabber out of that. Like he going for yeah. the coffin drop. That I think that'd be like the coolest transition. Or he gets super kicked in the back of the head. Like that, that'd be, that'd be yeah, nice. yeah. Like the visual of it, like a double super kick to the back of the head. That'd, so that'd his, so cool his well. weight goes like forward. Yeah, could be really good. Like, um, or, or, or imagine Omega giving him the V trigger out of that. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, next up is the AEW Tag Team Championship match. Oh boy, Granddaddy Meltzer said is the best tag team match of all time. Yeah. Caused all that. sorts, all sorts of yeah. debates and I, w- I, I wouldn't say that. That's a so, that's a stretch. Wait, wait can, can, can we get into this real quick? I know, you, I know, we got. Yeah, go. On. So it was the like. This is the thing with me. Like, I've seen so many good matches, and you have too, because you uh, you've been alive longer than me, and you've been arrested. Yes, I have. Alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, that was funny. I, I'm gonna give you your props on that. I'm gonna give you your props on that. That was funny. So, uh, what's the name? What I was about to say. Yeah. So, like, we've seen so many good matches, dude. Like, it, it, it like, don't, don't you feel like sometimes, like, it's kind of difficult sometimes to even get like super into great matches because we've seen so many great matches. Like, it's like yeah. we've seen this before, but like, th- th- I feel like this tag match it, it kind of started off. Sort of not, not slow, but it started off like you took, know, took great five ten minutes to get going, and when it got going, it got Boy. going, it got going. But I would say the best tag team match ball that's a stretch. Like, I would say the top two tag matches that I've ever seen is is DIY versus the revival at Takeover Toronto and Kota Ibushi and Omega versus the Bucks at Strong Style of Ball. I think those are the two best tag team matches I've ever seen, yeah. And I don't like, oh. but. The, better in my opinion but also i thought this was excellent i yeah, thought it was a great story great. um 
the only thing I thought it missed, I think they, I, I felt like the story was perfectly set up for the young bucks to turn heel after the match. I thought it was perfect. Do you, the think, way, they should, do you think they should have won? The way, no, I think the way the match was, the story was told throughout the whole um, the match, the way it gradually they got more and more heelish as the match went on. When uh, Adam Page had his back to the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, someone said they thought that they looked like they were going to do a triple super kick on him. But I felt like at that point, when he had his back to them and he went to kind of get out the ring, mm. that they should have, when he turned around, that the Young Bucks should have super kicked him. And then... You're about post-match, right? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. And, then, and then either... They, you either go with the storyline that Omega doesn't know what to do, but they don't attack Omega, which obviously causes dissension between Paige and Omega, or you do the Bucks like attack Omega as well. But I just no. felt like there was a good story to be told, maybe by the if the Bucks super kicked Adam Page because it made sense after the match, and then but then didn't attack Kenny Omega. I, and I, I felt like that would have made sense. I, I think it would have been better if they would attack Omega and they just took like when 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 you saw the way they were like lining up, it sort of looked like they were probably about to super kick Omega. That's what I thought. I think it would have been better if they would have did that to Omega because it would have put Paige in an interesting situation because Paige don't really give a shit about Kenny anyway from what it looked like. I think it would have yeah. been like uh, uh, y'all just kicked him. So uh, like, which I did you think I was about to come in there and help? Like mm. I'm out. Like I got my title, so I'm out. Like I, I think that would have been a real interesting situation. Then it would have caused beef between Hangman and P- and Kenny. Like I think that would, I think that would have been a real nice thing. But I mean, we we probably still might get that. And then not to gloss over this, just to mention, we got blood and guts coming up in a yeah. couple of weeks. The War Games match, and I, I, I think it's gonna be um, Omega, the Bucks, and Cody versus MJF, uh, Jericho, and Santana and Ortiz. And I think that's gonna be the. The war games match. It's interesting though, man. Like I, I, I kind of like that they, you know, took the Vince McMahon thing, the blood and guts thing, and turned it into yeah. a, a show. They, I, they, I like. They've it. always, they've always done that though. Haven't I they? like. It. Um, That's cool. The elite have just always uh, used things which WWE officials say or used to criticize them with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm waiting like on a killing, piss killing, killing, yeah, killing the business, <laughs> killing the business, and pissant company and all these different things they always use them to make t-shirts or shows so like in the past they used them to make t-shirts whereas mm. now they use them you know on they're on a bigger stage so they can use them to make shows it's clever yeah um i have to say uh the subtlety of adam page uh in this man whole is incredible. oh my goodness that, that subtlety of the when he's about to do the buckshot, Larry, yeah, I was like, oh, that was so good. That was so good. Oh, my goodness. That, that was, was great. one of the best teases I've ever seen because For sure. 100%. he did that it in great. such a way where he could legitimately just say, no, I just put my belt down. I was holding onto the ropes to contemplate whether to get back in or go out. Because, but because, you because, knew because, what he was doing and the commentators picked up on it and it was like. Because you, you heard what he said. He was like, you know, I was just about to open the ropes for you so you get out. And it yeah. it, it kind of made sense in a way. It was like, you know what? Let me open the ropes for my tag partner. But like like you said, I, I completely agree. That was legit one of the best teases. Like when, when, when he said, when he first put the belt down, I was like, oh, hell, here we go. He about to do it. He about to do it. And, and then I, what I thought was going to happen was 
he was gonna miss and then hit the bucks and then say, you know, you know, that was the plan the whole, you know, the whole time. But, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, or, the, or or just do it, but go like shoot past Kenny, so you think he's gonna hit Kenny. Oh, that would have been nice. That would have been nice because that would have been a really good thing and like you, tease as well because you, just you, like, you go, like right next to them and hit right the young yeah. bucks instead. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You mean like him flying in and then like just changing direction and then yeah in the bucks like that okay yeah that would have been cool but, but the day the day they turn him heel that crowd gonna go crazy they gonna go but crazy. then that's what i do wonder whether they might do a swerve and turn the young bucks because he's getting so over as this top baby face who hangman yeah i just wonder whether they might keep him as a baby face is he a baby and, face though like i mean he is a I, I, it, it's yeah. kind of it's, it's, it's a weird dynamic. When you consider I, when you consider why he is annoyed with the young bucks, he is the babyface. He told yeah. them, "I want, I, I, I'm, st- I still like you guys. We're still friends, but I want to leave the elite." And they've just not let him. And then they called him a jobber in Ring of Honor. So. Yeah, and they called him a jobber <laughs> in Ring of Honor and all this different stuff. Um. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The young, the young buck, I saw the heels in this situation. But the, like, what's he done? Is as what has he done to make him a heel? If you think about it, yeah, you got a good point. But uh, the, no, no. Well, I tell you, he did one thing. He did. He went around all the tag teams, telling them on being the elite that, yeah. uh, like, how to beat Nick and Matt. Like they said, saying Matt's got a bad back and well, all one, that one, stuff. But I, but that wasn't on TV. So one one thing that I really uh really enjoyed was when um. Like when they were doing the, the sit down stuff, and 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 like it, it kind of brought out that that heelish side of the Bucks when they were like, you know, we bought you yeah. in the Bullet Club, and and we made sure that you were good in Ring of Honor because it's true, like that's true. Yeah, and like, yeah. Bragging about it, like, cause they if they didn't bring Hangman into the Bullet Club, who knows, Hangman probably still be in Ring of Honor right now. Yeah, and no. the thing is, the Bucks have been heels. They were at heels for the majority of their career before they were in before they went into Bullet Club, basically. Um, and they can play cocky heels better, you know, as good as anyone. Um, and I just think it's a good option. Um, we're running a little low on time, so I'm not going to go through like the whole match, but um, it was an exceptional match. Um, I liked the spot where Matt uh did like the multiple northern lights suplex on page on the ramp, and then they hit the indie taker on the ramp. Um, then Matt Jackson. They hit the golden trigger on Omega, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, then Matt starts stomping on Omega's bad shoulder and rips off the Kinesio tape and going full heels by that point. Um, but then Nick kind of calms him down a bit, doesn't he? Oh, another nice touch was when they hit the, the V-trigger buckshot lariat combo. Matt kicks out at two. Then Omega goes for the one winning one winged angel, but he can't because Matt's hurt his shoulder. Um, and he super kicks Omega and then Paige tags in and he hits the one winged angel. And I thought, no, don't don't have it, don't have them kick out of it just because it's not Kenny Omega. And uh, and yeah, and Nick breaks it up before the pin. I appreciated that because I didn't want them to kick out of the one winged angel, even though it was hangman. Doing the move, not Omega. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That this is a real, really 
really, 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 really enjoyable match. I enjoyed it from top yeah. to bottom. Like, Great storytelling. Yeah. And um, anyone, sorry to interrupt you again, my friend. Um, anyone you. who says the young bucks can't work or they've got no psychology or they don't know how to tell stories, then just they're just being uh, assholes for fun. Like they're just doing it because they don't like the young bucks because Matt Jackson has been selling his back for three years. Um, they built this story throughout like a half, 30, 30 plus minutes of, and they gradually built it from like a slow start all the way up to the a crescendo at the end. The crowd loved it. The psychology was sound. Um, there was nothing in, like sometimes in Young Bucks matches, there's like certain things where I think, oh, come on, that's like a bit stupid. Why would you do that? Or why would you do this? But there was nothing like that in this match, really. Um, I thought it was excellent. Sorry, mate. No, no, you're good. I, I agree with what you were saying. It's because I'm always right. Sure. That's a lie. I was right about the fiend and Goldberg. Used you were there saying the fiend will never, <laughs> never lose to the Goldberg, and I was like, "Dude, Goldberg's gonna win." <laughs> you didn't listen to me though. Didn't listen to me, bro. <laughs> um. Next up was the AEW Women's Championship. Bad, bad, this, bad. Uh, in my opinion, was the, bad, the worst bad. match. They they had a bad, bad spot. But it should have won. It wasn't first. a good match either. I don't think. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good either. I mean, it, it was some points where they got the crowd back in it just a little bit, but I feel like it was just majority because of the, the you know what I'm saying? It was just the, the, the spat where I think I see they sh- it should have been Big Swole versus Nala Rose. That's what it should have been, but you know, yeah. Statlander. Chris, Chris Statlander's very inexperienced, isn't she? And um, I mean, she, 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 she can go, but I just think I just think Nala Rose works better when she's working with smaller athletes. Like, yeah. That's her wheelhouse. Shit, it, it 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 wasn't no build behind this anyway. I just ran it back with Rio, honestly. Yeah, this there's just something with the women's division. I just don't know. It's not quite clicking. Yeah. Um, like Britt Baker's doing really well as a heel, but there's just something's not quite clicking, uh, both in the ring and also the storytelling. Um, it has got a bit better over the last couple of weeks, so I'd say that much. But um, something's just not quite clicking for me, for me personally. Um, but I also think that there's there's plenty of girls that they've got signed who, you know, they, they, there's room for a lot of improvement. Um, they've got some really good workers there. And, uh, yeah, I think that they can progress uh nyla rose hits a big boot to statlander's jaw and the two women go to the top rope uh statlander goes for hurricane rana but uh, nyla rose blocked it and she hit a top rope power bomb for the win uh anything in particular stand out to you for this match mate just no. other than it was in the death death slot no not really it wasn't really like a standout <laughs> match other than you know the fact that they were just just a bad spot and they it, it, it didn't go smooth so you know ho- hopefully you know they they on the road to double or nothing they can you know put together some good stuff honestly i think the way to go is you do probably what i think is gonna happen is i think they probably gonna do a three-way 
probably Britt Baker, Big Swole, and Nala Rose. And I think that's going to be the direction going forward. But it's going to be interesting. And then uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, with Rio as well. So, I mean, I, I feel like they just need to create more storylines outside of the outside of the women's title scene. I mean, you got one going with Britt Baker, and that that's going well. And I just think they need to do more storylines between different characters. Like, Britt, Britt Baker is essentially feuding with Tony Schiavone. So, unless Big Tone about to get in the ring, then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's um, I don't really see why I need to keep. They've got some good workers though, and and who they don't use, um, and I just think maybe they need to. One thing I think they should have done <clears throat> is, like they've said in interviews, that they've got everything planned out for quite a while in advance. Is because they don't do pay per views each month, they need to find a way to get these women's matches. Uh, get them practicing and get them revert, uh, rehearsing, particularly for some of the ones who have, you know, have only got a couple of years experience of wrestling. Use that extra time you've got between pay-per-views to to rehearse the match or to lay out the spots to 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 make sure it goes smoothly during you know the uh, during the pay-per-views. You know, use that time that you use the extra time that you've got to really kind of get it down um because i feel like sometimes in some of the women's matches on the pay-per-views they've been a bit disjointed sometimes maybe they're like they're not on the same page um when they're when they're going okay uh next up cody versus mjf uh the match i don't know that, this is a hot the match didn't hit like i thought it was going to hit it was, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't like really like I, I was interested in the story, but I wasn't interested in the match. It was like the the build was so good. Like this was a great build, but like the match didn't hit. Like it didn't hit for me until like may, yeah, like, maybe yeah maybe like the 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 end when Arn Anderson got involved and stuff like that. I was like okay now I'm getting into it, but like for the majority of it, it wasn't. I don't, I don't know what and I, I, for real, for real, I think it was the band that took me out because that band sucked. Like they 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 did. like I I feel like it would have been better if they just hit Cody's regular theme because the pop one yeah. theme like the, the that that co- that usual Cody pop that he get like it, it wasn't the same. Now but down down straight doesn't suck. I'm not gonna say they don't suck, but the, that that performance was not it was not up the part. Good. Yeah, there it wasn't a good performance. Um, yeah, I gotta say. I was looking forward to this match. I was expecting uh, an emotional masterclass, like yeah. the the Rhodes versus Rhodes match uh, from last year, um, and we didn't get that. It was it was okay. Um, just very quickly, I'd like to get your thoughts on Cody's neck tattoo, and uh, what what you yeah. think of that? Isn't that something I would have did? But I mean, at the same time. Hey, that's a grown ass man, bro. He gonna do what he want, and I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but not. I, 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 that's not something I would have did. But you know, I mean, it, 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 I, I guess, I guess, it, I guess it symbolizes yeah. that you know he's going, like you know, he's banking on this company. Like he can't, he can't have no damn neck tattoo for the most part. So you know, he believe in AEW, and you know, he he ain't afraid to show it. So that that's his thing. That's not something I would have did. But hey, 
like I said, that's a grown man. He's gonna do what he wants. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, so I thought this match was a little bit overbooked for me. Uh, yeah. with, with some of the brandy stuff and Wardlow, and there was all sorts of interference. Um, the ending was a bit weird. Uh, Cody is the weight belt and he hits MJF with it. Cody pleads with the referee for one more hit with the belt, and the ref lets him, which I that's a bit that that's a bit of a disconnect for me because if you like a sports kind of thing, then the referees are supposed to be like completely impartial, but right. all right, whatever, I can kind of get past it, I suppose. Uh, MJF kind of crawls over to Cody's feet and he's hugging him. And he's like apologized, please begging and pleading, and then he spits in his face, which I thought was like that fits his character perfectly. That he'd be like a sniveling, you know, saying sorry, don't hurt me, don't hurt me, and then spits in his face. It's perfect. Um, Cody hits the crossroad, but instead of pinning him, he hits him with another one. He goes for the third one, but MJF counters it by hitting him with the the diamond ring. And then he drops it into the his trunks, and he gets the three count. What do you think of the finish, mate? Like specifically the diamond ring coming back into it, because like that's long term storytelling, really. It, it, it is those little subtleties that you know he essentially, I guess, awarded when that award MJF won it. But like that, it, it was like a thing between them, I guess. Like it, 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 it was good. I like, yeah. I like the finish of the match. I'm I'm really I'm I'm starting to really get interested in Warlow. Like I don't know why. I find his character interesting. And he's solid. So and that, that match was cool. He did real well in that match with Cody. So I'm interested to see, you know, what they do with Warlow going forward. Uh as far as MJF goes, I think he needed to win this match. I think it was the right move had to have him win. I don't think Cody had anything to gain from beating MJF. And yeah, it would have just taken the steam out of MJF, really, wouldn't it? And now it I've done more damage than I, I, good. I, 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 I probably think that MJF is like he probably gonna end up probably challenging Moxley. I could see that like on the episode of Dynamite, like in a few weeks, you know, later yeah. I could see MJF challenging Mox. So, you know, it's gonna be cool. Uh the, the the match, the Cody MJF match didn't really hit how I expected it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like like you said, like one of those super emotional masterclass match. But you know, it it, it wasn't like bad. It was just it just it didn't hit how people it, it just didn't meet expectations. I'll just say that. But the right man won. MJF got the dub, and I'm interested to see what they do with Cody going forward. What Cody does with Cody going forward, actually. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It'd be interesting to see what they do with Cody. Um, next up was Pac versus Orange Cassidy. Um, best match. I of the night, sir. Best match yeah. of the night, sir. <laughs> yeah, I about that, but I liked it. But and I like that for for people who are not familiar with Orange Cassidy's gimmick, where he kind of doesn't care and he's like whatever whatever and then like right at that kind of last minute when he gets really angry or he really annoyed he goes and does like you know he can work and he's really good um and i'm glad that people got to see that um and that's basically it i saw some people moaning that the they had pack do the like the soft leg kicks at the start but i was like yeah but he didn't did he he did it and then he's like shoves him to the floor and then just dominates him no, until well, he gets well, his comeback. One of the funniest parts, man, was when uh when Orange Cassidy came out and he had the lazy pyro. That was hilarious. Like the pyro, <laughs> it, it like shot up just a little bit, and then the other hand yeah. came up 
could have shot up a little bit and then he had the little like the mini steam in the back like it was hilarious bro yeah that was when when i say the best match i don't think it was the best technical match that's not what i'm saying i'm saying it was the the most enjoyable match for me like yeah 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 for sure that was funny as hell and it, it it wasn't just like it was really good like like i'm telling but they they, they hit gold on cassidy man i'm telling yeah big time i yeah, tell you what good, the um so pack wins with the brutalizer and i'll tell true. you what because the lucha brothers arrive and attack the best friends um and he gets distracted that brutalizer looked brutal because he cranked like back right up under his, yeah man back. nasty nasty shit. yeah um oh, man yeah i'm i'm flying through a bit now mate sorry but, um, yeah. but yeah that's you know that's it's what it uh oh my my page is not loaded oh we got moxley versus jericho it's, only the, it's the main event now anyway yep. yeah moxley versus jericho to finish us off shout out shout out to uh, Chris jericho for bringing in meredith bill for to sing the intro and and, and the choir that she sings for shout that's a big that's a jerk Jer, let me let me say this about chris jericho he is very self-aware very mm-hmm. self-individual when it comes to social media meredith bell she's like she 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 comes to a lot of local shows here in dc and, okay. and it, yeah, she does like she does a lot of like local like she does like ring announcing and you know stuff like that real cool lady i had a chance to meet her one time uh at a local show it like one of the probably one of the nicest people you'll ever meet real chill and she just randomly like decided she wanted to just do like one of those um on those videos like when they got like your face in like different parts of the camera like you all like singing a song and stuff like that. oh yeah yeah yeah. and jericho saw it and then he reached out to her and was like hey you want to come do the song at revolution and she actually did a, a real cool thing she said you know what how about i'll bring some friends of mine and we all do it and she bought her friend she bought some people that she knew along and yeah big big shout out to Jer- that, that that's one thing that's I'm telling you that's why chris jericho is going to continue to be relevant because he is very social media he knows and like look 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 at look how much buzz that got man like there's a lot of people know meredith a lot of you like if you if you are like into the independent scene somewhat like on the east coast here and like in the u.s you probably know who meredith is Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's 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 cool to see, man. It's just cool to see like a, a black woman on that stage, you know, getting that shine. That was yeah, man. That was real cool. And then and then like it it fit with the entrance. Like they sung they sung the acapella version, and then they hit the the regular Judas. Like it was great. That was great. Yeah, it was real good. Was cool, really, man. really good entrance. And it made that made Cody's entrance look even worse. I gotta say. <laughs> uh, um, in terms of the match i thought the match was very good uh obviously you knew you were going to get like interruptions and stuff like that mm-hmm. um were, at some point the ref uh aubrey chucks out santana and ortiz um let, let me let, let me I, ask this out, uh real quick so like i know we running on like running low on time so just, just real quick so did you did you think that they should have waited till double or nothing to do the switch, or you think it was just now like they should have just got it um, out? I thought they should have, but I kind of knew they weren't going to because he's going on tour. Um, I believe I'm sure I read somewhere or I read like in the days. He, 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 so he I, is going on tour, but it's it's no Wednesday dates. But I mean, yeah, 
Um, so yeah, I I would have liked yeah, to have seen him wait, but I I thought they were gonna bring you know bring it full circle. You know when he debuted and then hometown and now his hometown, but we you know we resides and stuff like that. I thought there was no rush to get the title off him. Let's say that much. Yeah. Um, and I thought they were still. I mean, the only problem is, I suppose, between now and double month, double or nothing, there's a couple of months, isn't there? So mm-hmm. it's like dragging the program out for another couple of months, maybe. Yeah, then it's like a five-month program, though, isn't it? When did this program start? Two months, three months ago? Well, you mean Jericho and Mox? Yeah. It started right after full gear. Yeah, hmm. yeah I, I was I, I thought they were going to put it on Moxley, but I was hoping that they weren't going to, if that makes sense. Did you see the... Uh... Did you see that Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins like the picture of Moxley with the AEW World Title? I didn't know, but yeah, they're he, untouchable anyway, and they 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 no no they uh he he liked the picture the, um they they both liked the picture of, uh Mox with the AEW World Title like it, I think I think it just goes to show you that some people like really be creating beef that don't exist like yeah. I, I think yeah still, that's it, like, they're still really good friends obviously yeah. So I mean, and, and good, good for Mox, man. Like last year, what was last year? He was about to feud with Nia Jax. This this time yeah. again. Now look at him, AEW World Champion. Hey, you bet on yourself, man. Good things are happening. So Damn shout out straight. To, shout out to Mox, man. That's a good. Um, yeah. So the, the Santana, Ortiz, and Hague get thrown out of the match, but as that's happening, Guerrero uh, Guerrero arrives out of nowhere and hits. Uh, Moxley with the championship belt. Jericho and Moxley are down, but Jericho crawls over for the pin. Moxley kicks out. Moxley takes Jericho's punches and forearm strikes and uh, gets back up. And with an exchange of blows to follow, Jericho gouges Moxley's left eye. And now Jericho's taunting him, saying he's blind and this. And then Jericho misses the Judas defect. Uh, Moxley takes off his eye patch, hits the paradigm shift, and pins Jericho for the win. what I uh, I I really appreciated is that they didn't have Moxley kick out of the Judas effect. Um, I really like that because that is they protected that move, and he has protected that move. He's made it like a devastating knockout finisher, um, and I don't want to see anyone kick out of that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and yeah, uh, he's the Moxley new. AEW world champion, which obviously opens him up to a few fresh storylines with a baby face as a champ. Run that thing uh, back with Darby Allen. Yeah, and the thing is with Moxley is because of his character, you can do a heel or a baby face versus him. Like it He's doesn't have to be Moxley's like, twin. Yeah. Yeah, whereas with Jericho, it kind of had to be like baby faces generally challenging him. Whereas with Moxley, it can be literally anyone. Uh, anyone can get it done. And uh, yeah, overall, what would you go, uh, give this show out of ten? Out of ten, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine. Eight, 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 yeah. eight, 8.9, 8.9, 8.8, or, or a solid nine out of ten. It was a good show. I really liked it, top to bottom, and especially especially that tag title match. That was excellent. The, the final stretch of that match was. Chef's kiss. That was great, and I really enjoyed Orange Cassidy versus versus Pack. That that was really good too, and it was good seeing Moxley get his moment. And I really like how they, you know, 
how they did, you know, you normally does when New Japan does when they give the champion, you know, the mic after the match. I think, yeah, yeah, that's good. I think that's I like that. I think that's real special. Like, e- even though that is like a New Japan thing, and that, that's like a you know, but I, I think, but from what I, I know, other promotions do that as well. But I think majority of what I've seen that is New Japan, just for me. But it's it's cool. It's cool to see, man. Like the champion, you know, get the mic after the match, and then it, it, it gives you time to soak it in a little bit. You know, like yeah, they they just won the title, and then you know. It's good. It's cool to see, man. Mo- like Mo- you can tell, Moxley did it off the cuff. Hmm. He said yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, he dropped, dropped, it, dropped an F bomb. But uh, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I think I'd give it a, like an eight point seven five or a nine. Yeah, right. Um, that, yeah. And I thought the, the tag team match was outstanding. Uh, Andrew, tell the people what you got going on this week. Uh, so I'm dropping an interview tomorrow. Which is which will be uh, March third, Tuesday on my YouTube channel, uh, and then I'm doing an interview right after this interview with the side guy, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna be catch the post up post wrestling news updates, filled with information, sir. Some of my Always. some of my best work, I believe. Some big some nice some nice stuff in those news updates. I'm gonna be doing that um, all weekend. My mom's birthday is on Thursday, so it's gonna be real. Happy tonight. birthday, Mrs. Thompson! Appreciate it, man. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good week. It's gonna be a good week, indeed, uh, guys. You can follow Andrew as you can see on screen at ad Thompson underscore underscore for those who are listening. Uh, you can follow me at AceCast underscore Nation. Check out Andrew's YouTube, which is Andrew Thompson Interviews, and check us out Ace Podcast Nation. All the latest shows, Andrew. It's been a pleasure. You can piss off with that music right now. <laughs> you're, you're a bad man. Sports Social Podcast Network.